Today is Friday, June 24th. The title for our devotional is Joy. Remember, uh, this week we're beginning to look through the fruit of the Spirit as evidence of the spiritual life. The second virtue that Paul lists here in the fruit of the Spirit is joy. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Scripture talks a lot about joy. (laughs) Jesus taught the disciples at the Last Supper so that he might take joy in them and that the disciples' joy would be complete. He says in John 15, 11, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. The resurrection and communion with Christ should produce unceasing joy in the believer. John 16, 22, So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. Joy is to be an integral part of God's kingdom. <clears throat> Romans fourteen seventeen. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hope and joy are also linked together. We can even have joy in the midst of various kinds of trials, as James 1, 2-4 tells us. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The Old Testament even often speaks of joy. Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Psalm 16.11 In your presence there is fullness of joy. With the quantity of teaching on joy, the centrality of joy in the Christian life, and the source of joy in the Holy Spirit of God, it's a tragedy that many Christians are often known for being downers or simply boring. Of course, perception isn't always reality, but this leads me to wonder how often we are suppressing the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives in a misguided attempt to be pious or right at the expense of our joy. Being joyful, of course, doesn't mean we will never feel sorrow or sadness. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 6.10 that he is sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Sorrow and sadness are healthy emotional responses at times. Joy, however, is much deeper and abiding. It's not dependent upon your emotional state in a moment. Joy is rooted in our hope of resurrection life and Christ's future restoration of all things. With that kind of hope, we can have joy that perseveres in spite of our circumstances. For so many of us, when we look at the world and the events happening around us, we can so easily get overwhelmed and lose sight of the hope found in the gospel of Jesus. Without hope, it is difficult to have a deep abiding joy. So let's start with examining our hope. Is your hope in the big story of the gospel of Christ, or is it in some other story? For example, a political party or personal aspiration? etc. Secondly, commit to practicing the presence of the Lord. Remember, the psalm says that in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. Then finally, pray for the Spirit to continue producing joy within you.